And time for the Jack and Tracy show. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh-huh. How are you? A little early to tell. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Doesn't it, it, it definitely creeps up on you, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It certainly does. Oh well, my gosh. believe this or not, weather-wise, partly sunny, increasing clouds. But the high is going to be 46, almost oh, pushing nice. 50. What the heck? That's nice. That is nice. So if you have anything yeah. that you're, you know, maybe doing decorating outside or something, that today would be the day for it. I have done nothing outside. Do I'm not ever? either. You know, I well, talk you, my. You typically don't, though, do you? No, I, I, there, I do have a tree between my garage and my front porch. That's a huge tree, and I usually do that. But yesterday, I thought, you know. I got candles in every one of my windows, and that's good. You're and like, I, I'm festive enough, and darn I it. I got a wreath on my door. That's good <laughs> enough. Exactly. <laughs> well, you beat me because I have no candles on the windows yet uh-huh. and no wreath on the front door. Well, you better you better stop hopping to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, we're at 32 degrees right now, and this and we have more chances to win. We got a brand new super high low jackpot, so we'll try and give away some cash today. Right here on Sunny 101.5, the Christmas station. Tell me something good. 617. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, Casey McIntyre was diagnosed with ovarian cancer four years ago and died earlier this month at just 38 years old. But before dying, she made a fund to cancel others' medical debt, and her husband said they never dreamed it would get this far. So she was a mother, a wife, and a publisher at Penguin Random House, and her husband, Andrew, said her job just provided her with really excellent health insurance. And as a result, her family wasn't saddled with thousands of dollars of medical debt. But of course, that isn't the case for a lot of other Americans. Uh, It's estimated that four in 10 American households owe some sort of health-related debt. Well, after a hospitalization in May, when Casey almost died, he said the two talked and they decided to set up what they called a debt jubilee Mm -hmm. in her honor. And they did it with a nonprofit group uh, called RIP Medical Debt. Um, they buy up debt for millions of dollars at a time at a fraction of the original cost. So for every dollar they receive, that group can relieve about $100 of medical debt. Mm-hmm. Well, the couple started posting about it. And the post went viral. And this fund, oh my gosh, has received more than $680,000 of a nearly $700,000 goal. But here's the thing, you guys, it equates to almost $70 million in medical debt for Americans across the country. So something else kind of cool, RIP medical debt doesn't try to profit in any way. They simply notify people that their debts have been erased uh, or cleared and paid for. Mm. Uh, But Andrew, her husband, says... He just doesn't think Casey could have possibly imagined this kind of response and the global press, co- you know, coverage it's gotten. Yeah. 
Um, he says there are New Yorkers, and he says they initially set this up as a national campaign. And at one point, a little while back, he asked that organization if, you know, they could shift it to benefit people just in New York City because they love the city so much. Right. Um, and they just recently told him there is way too much money, uh, you know, that they've raised uh, to erase just medical debt in New York City. How they said we have that? to do a much bigger area. Isn't yeah. that amazing? That is. So yeah, Casey McIntyre's debt jubilee is still taking donations. Um, what a blessing. What a legacy uh, that woman has left. Wow. Exactly. Just amazing. Something good. Deals and scandal. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. All right, 654, and here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, you know what, you guys, Jack was very excited to hear this news. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Well, I've argued about this for years. Uh, he, Jack is all in. It's his favorite, right? It's your favorite uh, Christmas movie. Uh, Die Hard and a Lethal Weapon are my fa- favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. No, I'm not kidding. I believe you. Well, you are in luck. Uh, That 1988 Bruce Willis classic is returning to the multiplex for one week this holiday season. Cool. You're going to be able to see it in the theaters starting December 8th, AMC theaters to be exact. I might do that. I'm there you go. I might do, do so that. So cool. Talk about flashbacks. Exactly. Man. Well, it turns out Nicolas Cage and Lenny Kravitz once did a high school musical together. That's bizarre. So much so. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz was sharing stories from his high school days uh, with Esquire and revealed that he attended Beverly Hills High School. While uh, Kravitz and Nicolas Cage both went to that same high school <laughs> and worked on a production of Oklahoma. Cage acted on stage while Kravitz played the drums in the orchestra for the show. Uh, Kravitz didn't say what role Cage played. But, uh, yeah, it's, well. a, it's a small world, and Nicolas Cage later worked with Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz, on the animated movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, my gosh. How, how funny. Isn't how that so cool? Just, that yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael Jackson's Beat It makes the YouTube Billion Views Club. Man, this takes you back, One doesn't it? One more time, it? what is this? The it bill- made the YouTube billion views. It's gotten a billion views. My God. Yeah, this happened. It passed a billion views on YouTube yesterday. Beat it, Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, Jackson's Billie Jean and uh, 1996's They Don't Care About Us have already passed that prestigious mark as well but mm-hmm. yeah thriller appeared at number 21 on the billboard hot 100 for the sixth time in a row so wow. well speaking of mariah carey yes. do you ever wonder how much she makes when that all i want for christmas hits the airwaves you know i i i didn't until today it's staggering it's staggering she cashes in anytime this thing's played so obviously she owns it she uh, co-wrote it so she probably owns right. it because that's the only way you're going to get, you know, right money. So what? What's the total? She makes an average of two to four million dollars a year in royalties 
just from the playing of this song. So they say she earned $60 million between 1994 and 2017. So this year in 2023, it's estimated that she's earned at least $75, $80 million in royalties just from this song. Isn't that crazy? And if she's like performing, if she's out touring or she does special performances. Yeah. With this song, she's earning even more uh-huh. during those kind of years when she's out actively performing it. Amazing. Right, Carrie. Is there anything she can't do? <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. All righty. Well, that's pretty mind-boggling. That's, it is mind-boggling that this one song. But she did it I right. Mean, she owns it, obviously. Absolutely. So. Jeez, oh, Pete. All right. Let's do some birthdays. Oh, man. You know it. Birthdays. Um, unfortunately, Clay Aiken is not in that same category of $80 million a year from a song. Uh, but you know him, right? Sure, I know Clay Aiken. And he's yeah. celebrating a birthday today. Clay Aiken, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? Now, how old is that guy sound? Hmm. I think he sounds younger than he is. I'm just going to put that out there. Well, he is young still, I think. He is. I think he's only uh, 40. I'll say 43. 45. Good job. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, and, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is going to be older. Yes, Ben Stiller is, um, oh, I'd say around, he's up around the 60 mark. I'll, I'm going to give him a 60. 58. He's 58. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Billy Idol. And Billy Idol. He's older. I can tell you that. How much, though? Uh, I would say... Uh, Sixty-nine. Sixty-eight. Good job. How about that? Boy, that one's, that's wearing me out. I I better quit while I, I better quit (laughs) Quit while while you're ahead. ahead. Exactly. Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. 746. All right, I have a great life hack. Yeah? You know, for you getting your party on, right? Sure. Um, And you want to chill wine, like, quickly. Like, you didn't know these people were coming over. Right. You don't want warm bubbly. That's gross. <laughs> so here's what you do. You okay. find a tall pitcher. Tall About picture. the height of your wine bottle. Right. And you immerse that bottle in ice water with just a small, you know, handful of salt in that ice water. Ah. And you're just going to turn it every few minutes or so, and uh, your booze will be totally chilled in about 20 minutes or less. How about that? That's good. That is a good one, right? It is a good one. Um, mine is a good check. This is, a, this is simple to do, too. Uh, the two-liter dime challenge. Have you ever heard about this? I have not. Gather dimes, 
in, okay. a, in a two-liter bottle. Your goal, okay. fill the bottle to the brim, transforming loose change into a cool $500. That's right. Oh, wow. A two-liter bottle full of dimes is roughly 500 bucks. Slimpy, just drop those dimes in, watch your savings grow. It's a fun and rewarding way to turn spare change into a substantial sum. Get friends and family involved and make it a collective challenge. So there you go. Fun. Talk about dimes and a two-liter bottle. Now, those ideas aren't a dime a dozen. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Sunny 101.5, 757, time for Go Figure. Well, Tracy is, um, I don't even want to say he's on a diet, just she's just, just watching things. Yeah. You know, it's not really necessarily on a diet. But you use your scale from time to time, see how things are going. Right? Oh, yes. Well, I don't let this, I, I hope this doesn't, and it won't. It won't happen to you. Uh, but a snake catcher was <laughs> scales and snakes i'm not sure i like where this is going gosh a uh, snake catcher was called to a south australia home it's a way out in australia you got nothing to worry about uh, a woman spotted a venomous snake in her bathroom and watched it slither into her scale <gasps> yeah well that'll keep you up to scale for a while wouldn't it Video posted uh, yeah. on Facebook by Barossa Reptile Service. Snake catcher shows the serpent wrangler removing the juvenile uh, eastern brown snake from inside the Barossa Valley woman's bathroom scale. And, you know, this little fella, he, he might have been a little concerned. Just wanted to see. If <laughs> see how it was going. Oh, my god! The homeowner theorized the snake must have hitched a ride inside the house with a mop that had been previously left been left outside. Uh, however, the snake was released back into the wild a safe distance from the home. And everybody you know what? This is so crazy because this morning as I was prepping for the show, I saw a story about a baby python uh-huh. found in a dorm room at Rutgers University. Yeah, they do that. Oh, and and that was like, gee, that was one thing I wasn't worried about in my daughter's dorm. And yeah, well, now I am. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let these Uh, just wander. Don't don't let them loose in a dorm. Exactly. Well, go figure.